Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is August 1st, 2021, Sunday. Hope everyone's doing good out there and uh, enjoying your weekend, whatever you're doing, spending time with family, friends, getting out. I know here in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, we've got a lot of the... uh, Shows going on, concerts being played at the local rail club and and, uh, some of the other spots starting to, you know, starting to loosen up a little bit more. But of course, the uh, the surge of the the variant on the uh, covid has started to surge. Apparently, it's going in every single state. They're saying now that there is a surge going on. So we might be put back in, you know, mandates for the, uh, for wearing masks again. They're talking about that. <clears throat> so I know Abbott here in uh, Texas is fighting to, you know, to, to ban that. And so the, the whole thing is, is that just depending where you're at in, in the United States right now, it's, <clears throat> there's just crazy stuff going on. So, you know, hopefully your life isn't, isn't going so bad right now. Uh, this podcast is all about letting it rip, letting it loose, and just having a good time. Just hanging loose, you know, just trying to let all the stuff, the craziness that's going on in the world, just kind of uh, get out of your mind for an hour so you can listen to some heavy metal music and some comedy and some of the uh, the latest news stories and just get an idea of what I'm doing. And <clears throat> I can tell you that I've been busy. I've got a whole lot of things going on. Of course, I'll be back on the radio, FM Rock Radio, WQEE 99.1 in Georgia with Ryan O'Neill. He'll be discussing the, uh, well, my Brandon Lee death uh, investigation that's been going on now. This will be part three that will be coming up that we will be posting on August 5th. So you can uh, check out right now part three of my Chris Cornell report. So that one's up currently at randyrocketcody.com. That is, uh, wow, that's, it's heavy stuff. It's called, uh, it's Chris Cornell, the Illuminati and the Bloodline Cult, part three. Very heavy stuff. If you've got any, you know, you may be still on the fence about the Chris Cornell case, I guarantee you read this final uh, concluding dissertation on the matter you're going to be blown away a lot of the stuff that's been revealed and so check that out at randyrocketcody.com appreciate everyone spreading the word uh at themelden.com we've got lots of uh all sorts of crazy stories going on good music being put out we've got thomas thunder has debuted a crystal illusion single he's a 14 year old uh, songwriter and drummer who's uh come up with his own progressive metal band 
uh, with guest musicians. Uh, so that's, uh, he's got Derek Sheranian and, uh, and some others in there. So check that out. All Wasted have debuted a new lyric video. Venice, California uh, from Venice Beach. Uh, O-T-T-T-O. Otto. And this is a uh, thrash funk and metal with uh, is that Ty Trujillo. And that's uh, Robert Trujillo's son. They got a new song that's been put out called Ride Low. Definitely check that out. Uh, they've um, got um, their first studio album will be coming out later this year. And that's a follow-up to their EP that was released last year. So check them out for sure. Uh, Dream Theater has announced a new album and revealed fall tour dates. Vince Neal is Arby's new spokesman. Arby's has a new spokesman, Vince Neal of Motley Crue. The previous spokesman was H. John Benjamin. Y'all heard of him? Uh, he was, uh, apparently he was the, uh, the voice there that was an animated TV show called Archer. So he's, uh, he's out and Vince is apparently in. So Vince is ready to deliver his meat like no other, apparently. So we're going to hear more about that. He's got, uh. A show that's been announced coming back off his disastrous gig where he his voice went out on him and he walked off the stage uh, while trying trying to sing a crew classic. Vince Neal is coming back in August this year and he'll be playing a gig at the Hippopotamus Swim Up Bar. That's not a joke. The Hippopotamus Swim Up Bar. So that that's that's the true story there. Um, check that out. You can uh, get more news at themelden.com. Of course, I'll always be updating the site, getting you the latest reviews, news, interviews. Uh, that just, again, I, I think that just goes far beyond what any of the other sites out there are doing, including the reporting. None of these sites in CNN or Fox or any of these sites are doing, you know, any kind of in-depth reporting on any of these matters that, that I'm, I'm looking into. And uh, so we'll have a lot more coming up that will be uh, shocking folks. I've got more coming on the Titanic, the sinking of the Titanic, the intentional sacrificial uh, sinking of the great Titanic. I'll be also uh, tackling more with the uh, Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love situation that whole investigation, as well as Frazzle Drip. A lot of people are asking about that one. Um, doing the Zodiac Killer. Michael Aquino being named as the Zodiac Killer. We'll be doing a lot more reporting on that coming up. So people have been asking me questions. I can tell you I've been busy. Uh, we've got this Brandon Lee that will be dropping here on the 5th when I do my next radio interview. I can tell you all this, this concluding third part in that report is going to blow your minds. So definitely check it out. Again, spread the word to everybody out there. Um, 
Again, before I get rocking with some music here, just want to say thank you out to everybody who's, you know, spreading the word and, and sharing my reports and these news stories, of these bands that I promote. Because really, a lot of the bands I promote at the Metal Den site, you're not going to see uh, promoted at the other premier heavy metal hard rock sites like uh, that, that you'll see out there. Blabbermouth, for one, you know, they have a very particular, almost like a click of what bands that they're covering there. I really feel, and I have a wide um, net as far as the different publicity people that I accept and take, um, you know, their their band news and get all the latest from these. Oh, just like so many exciting young uh, talent that's coming up. Uh, again, like I said, Thomas Thunder, uh, just all these just you know great young people that are getting into the into the uh, jamming the music and making their own music happen. So I think that's really cool and that's a good sign. For heavy metal in the future because um, a lot of these kids seem to understand the history of it too and uh, understand the history that's come before and that they need to not try to make you know reinvent the wheel uh, necessarily uh whatever subgenre they might be doing um but the key is, is is just to have your own voice and and to put out your own sound that should be the key when you're trying to do something as far as being a in a band in my opinion all right, so uh, again, just want to say thank you to everybody. We've got a lot of other, all sorts of crazy things will be going on here before the year is over. Um, that's going to really start to get heated up here. I can tell you this month and, and, and going forward towards the end of the year. So definitely keep your eyes on the Mel Den site and randyrocketcody.com. Thanks again. All right, let's get rocking with some music. Off, Kingo.
well about control. And overall, you know, a lot of these different theories that come out, and especially with what we're talking about, Chris, uh, Chris Cornell and Jesse Billings' death, all these different theories were able to come out. Um, you start thinking more and learning that a lot of people were involved, and then people like, well, my candidate, he would never be involved, or she would never be involved, they would never be involved. And there, you know, our people would never be involved because I'm part of this party, my party's not involved, just that party. No, no, my party's not involved, your party is. Yeah. So it's all a bunch of crazy conspiracy theories. And what you're doing as, as a journalist, Randy, is you're diving deep. And I'm sure you dive deep into it now that you're like, man, um, I can't trust either party, I can't trust this, I can't trust that. I'm learning so much because what you present to me once a month is is so much, you know, and I'm sure, Randy, it's hard for you to trust any party. I'm sure right now you're just like, oh, do you trust any party? It's hard. You know that not everybody in Hollywood is part of this, and not everybody in Washington is a part of it, but there's a lot of people that are. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's a rogue. It's a rogue element. It would just be like if we were in Vietnam and we were in the same platoon together, right? And 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 we were good to go. You know, we were upstanding soldiers and did things by the you know by the by the book and by the code and uh, and, and and didn't didn't uh, seek out human atrocities to to commit. Um, but there is a rogue element in every platoon that is committing crimes against humanity and have been in every war. Uh, you know, so especially in Vietnam. And so um, and that's what you know, that's what people have to realize is that those those people can still, you know, that that platoon can still function. That platoon can still look from the outside like everything's cool. But really inside there's there's something crazy going on, you know, and yeah. and, and and even the people that are uh, the, the soldiers, the foot soldiers themselves don't particularly know all the details about. So. You know, and that's uh, that's you're putting the light your life on the line out there. You know, in in, in the uh, in the war theater. So you know, that's what people have to realize is you can't. Who can you trust? You know, even if you're a soldier and you're in your own platoon, and you don't know if the, the sergeant, you know, is is a psychopathic killer who you know who who gets off on murdering women and children, and is pull, and, is, and is doing uh, commando type things in, in the middle of the night and doing stuff like that. Um, you know, it's it's just how how are you going to necessarily know if if your blinders are you know you're just focused on what's in front of you and so people have to realize there's always a rogue element. It's the same thing in the mafia. You know, they've got to whack each other every other week. You know, because somebody's you know what I mean. Someone's yeah. someone's yeah. about to spill the beans, and it could be over anything. You give a, a mafia person the wrong look, and you could be killed. You know, I mean, so. Absolutely. Well, part three will be coming out uh, July 20th. As I said, that's uh, the four year anniversary of, of Chester's death. Uh, part uh, two is, is up right now at randyrocketcody.com. And you can always follow my work at themetalden.com as well. I'm on Twitter, Rocket Metal Den, and Randy Rocket Cody on Facebook. So you can add me there and, and always follow what I'm uh, 
you know, I, I'll preview stuff and let people know about what's coming, you know, so that they have an understanding of the schedule of, of when these things are released. And uh, I can tell you this, that this this one coming on July 20th is going to be big. Uh, I'm real happy with the first two and how they've been able to kind of set things up for people so that when I drop the, the big bombshell on, on July 20th, that people are going to just going to be really blown away, I think. Hopefully they'll get over and read the article because the article, uh, you yourself too, get over Randy Rock and Cody to read that because that is. Uh, oh, I will. It's heavy, will. dude. And you, know, and it, man, you know, the one thing that the one thing that hit me uh, was uh, you 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 exposed everybody and you even included Trump in there, mm-hmm. and some of these Trump supporters think that he would do what the rest of them are doing. Exactly. Well, again, like I said, that's that's the it's if you're going to let the politics play into it, then then you're going to have some issues of, of arriving at at, at the proper um, decision on whether it's true or not, because, yeah. you know, you're already biased. So you have to just exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. These people, you know, and then when somebody then when the things. It's weird because I know that you started off doing your thing because you just were doing your entertainment thing, and then all of a sudden this real stuff comes to you, and it's like, wow, you know, uh, people know me as a jokester, and now I've, I've got all, I'm really finding out real things, and these people are going to think I'm not telling the truth because I'm a jokester. Well, but you know, I was like that. The is difference. It... I mean, you're talk, when you're talking about this you know, being overweight and looking like a war, a war or whatever, being mm-hmm. overweight guy, that's not the same thing as uh, somebody murdering Chris Cornell. That's, anybody with intelligence can tell the difference. They can tell, okay, this is a joke, and this stuff has got to be real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it, again, it's if you if you'll go down the dark path with me, and 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 really go down this this rabbit hole, uh, you're going to you're definitely going to become a believer. But if if you're only willing to go to the you know like kind of peek over the edge of you know the cliff or whatnot and not take the jump. Then there's nothing I can do for you. Well, people are just—it's like you said, really and truly. If you really, people are these people are afraid. They're afraid because they don't want to see. They honestly don't want to see the person that they—they've been loving their whole life as somebody great. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> man, that's a bad person. And then the person they thought was a bad person the whole time was not a bad person. You know, because you know that's the thing. I mean. Like I said, Donald Trump supporters would not believe that he was friends with Jeff Epstein and he was a part of that. But then also you got the other side that's like, well, I'm a I'm a Clinton supporter and I don't think they they would do anything like that. But I think Trump would do that. Yeah. And and that's just people that are afraid because it's like I guess it makes them feel like, well, if I support this person, then I'm an evil person. I'm a bad person because I'm supporting a child pornography. Uh, pizza gate piece of trash, mm-hmm. and you know I think that 
if I believe this, not because I'm believing it because I'm crazy, I'm believing this. If I believe this, then everything I believe, everything I believed about, I mean, Jesus, Trump is that everything I believed about Trump is wrong, mm-hmm. and I can't believe that because everything he said sounded so perfect. So yeah. I think that's what they think, you know. And and to no. and to touch on what you said earlier, which is a real good point about you know well if 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 you you know if Chris was involved somehow, you know right. if, if he was involved uh, at any point or somehow, and as well as Chester, you know I I definitely I have not seen any evidence of that. Right. You know I have not seen any evidence of that. So I if I haven't seen any evidence of that, I can't report that. You know what I mean? Right. And but if you had, you would have reported. I sure it would have. If I, if there guy. was any character, anybody that came forward, man, and I spent a yeah. lot of time on that, his case, and trying to get character witnesses and people to talk to me, I talked to a lot of different people. People that worked in Detroit at radio station out there. One woman came forward anonymously and spoke to me. <clears throat> um, just a lot of different people in around uh, his camp that I was able to to talk to. Never got to talk to the manager, but. Um, Ron, but um, though I did make a request, as as well as we know with Chris's mom and whatnot, um, but you know the fact of the matter is in both Chris and Chester's uh, case cases, I I just I did not come across anything that would that would tell us and inform us that you know that these guys were possibly in on the cult as well. Um, right. You know, exactly. I just don't have anything. If I had something to put out on that, I would. But the fact of the matter is, is that they were both. Um, working hard and had had real strong hearts towards helping children who were in who were in endangered situations all over the world chris's money was going from his solo concerts uh were going straight into his 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 uh his whole foundation and 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 trying to you know uh, grow that and um and so chris was very serious about about helping people and helping kids and and again that's just it's right there for you to to, to see it's not anything that i just made up and, um, and, 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 and same with Chester. And, and the fact is, is that I just, I don't have any, I, Chester was abused. Chester spoke about his abuse a lot and that's what led to his heavy drug usage. <clears throat> so I, I did a lot of research into that, listening to him talk about it, different YouTubes and whatnot, and how when right. he broke his arm that he was just, uh, you know, he, he, he hated pain so much and, and that that's what kind of got him into using some of the, uh, the drugs and whatnot, but he'd been into doing LSD and stuff. Uh, you know, beforehand, he's, he's... Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What's your name? Aaron Marshall. Are you wearing jeans or tights? <laughs> They're jeans, yeah. Jeans, okay. <laughs> Have you got a girlfriend? Yeah, I've got a girlfriend, yeah, over there. You're gonna be a dad? We're expecting a baby soon. Really? Congratulations. All right, my darling, well, whenever you're ready, good luck. Oh, <laughs> 
Simon's head sounds. <laughs> Be horrible to more people. <laughs> I can hear you do an album of classics like that. <laughs> the you bare necessities of life. <laughs> Let's take a vote, David. <laughs> Going forward, what would you do? I could do Hakuna Matata next. So, well, look, if you're going to do Hakuna Matata next. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Amanda? It's a big, fat, cold, icy, frozen no. <laughs> I've learned doing this job, you listen to the audience behind you. Oh. Um, I'm going to say yes. Oh. Thank you. Amanda, I love you. No, you can't. But Aaron, it's a yes from me. How do you go?
I got a real depressing letter. I don't know if this will affect you. I got a letter from my folks about two months ago because I haven't been taking very good care of my money that I've been making. And uh, they said, Sam, we can't send you any more money. <laughs> I said, you're out of control. You know what the fuck you're doing with your cash. And, uh, you know, you're just old enough to be on your own. We're tired of carrying the load. I said, oh, okay. And I was going to call him back. I really was because I thought this is the opportune time to reach out and touch someone. So I called him up. I said, yeah, Mom? Yeah, listen, get Dad on the phone, too. Yeah, I want him. Yeah, wake him up. I know it's late, but I want both of you to hear this. Yeah, no, yeah, Dad, all right, listen, both of you stick with me because this gets a little complicated. But, you know, before I was your little son, before I was your baby, before I was your loan, I was a free spirit in the next stage of life. I walked in the cosmos, not imprisoned by a body of flesh, but free in a body of blind. There were no questions, only answers, no weaknesses, only strength. I was light. I was truth. I was a spiritual being. I was a god. But you had to fuck <laughs> and bring my ass down here. I didn't ask to be born in. Call you up and say, hey, please have me so I can work in a fucking witchel someday. Now you want me to pay my own way? Fuck you.
I'm gonna let you run your goddamn hey, look at you. without my What I you? <laughs> I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now me and Crazy gonna fight these chaplains alone. Vinny's being tired of being stepped on. He's out all night with Tom Dom whore. Catholics don't get divorced. Mama always said nothing would ever happen with her, with her First pimples. time we meet, we all over the place and Oh, what are you watching? Your mother is a goddamn crazy bitch, Michael. The world is That schmuck is gonna say. Hey, come on, son. Not you, too. One, two. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Oh. Humans do some really interesting things. 
Like, besides killing ourselves, we also kill each other. Murder. And we're the only ones who do that, by the way. We're the only species on Earth that deliberately kills members of our own species for personal gain. Or pleasure. Sometimes it's just fun. <laughs> we're also the only species that deliberately kills members of another species for personal gain. Or pleasure. That's what hunters do. They kill for pleasure. That's us. Human beings. Interesting folks. Murderers. Here's an interesting form of murder we come up with. Assassination. You know what's interesting about assassination? Well, not only does it change those popularity polls in a big fucking hurry, <laughs> but it's also interesting to notice who it is we assassinate. Do you ever notice who it is? Stop to think of who it is we kill. It's always people who've told us to live together in harmony and try to love one another. Jesus, Gandhi, Lincoln, John Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, Martin Luther King, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, John Lennon, they all said, try to live together peacefully. Bam! Right in the fucking head. Apparently, we're not ready for that. Yeah, that's difficult behavior for us. We're too busy thinking around, sitting around trying to think up ways to kill each other. Here's one we came up with. It's efficient, too. Genocide, you know? Killing large numbers of people simply because they don't look like you, they don't talk like you, and they don't have the same kind of hats you do. <laughs> you ever notice that anytime you see two groups of people who really hate each other, chances are good they're wearing different kind of hats. <laughs> Keep an eye on that, it might be important. <laughs> but anytime there's genocide, there are always mass graves. Right? Every time we kill some dictator and go marching through his country, we always find mass graves. Thousands and thousands of dead bodies of people a dictator killed. And everybody over here gets horrified. Whoa, mass graves, mass graves, whoa! Well, shit, what's a guy supposed to do with a couple thousand people he just killed? <laughs> Dig separate holes? Fuck that shit. It's labor-intensive. Get real. The whole idea of killing a large number of people at one time in one place is convenience. Efficiency. Throw them in the fucking hole. Look at it this way. At least the dictator had the decency to throw a little dirt on them. Give the guy some credit. Dictator's a busy man. Got a lot on his mind. Like trying to figure out who's planning to kill him. So he can pick him up, put him in prison, and torture them. Here's another one of our interesting, heartwarming behaviors we come up with. Somewhere along the way, torturing each other. You want to hear a really cool torture that the Romans invented? They also used it as a form of capital punishment. It's really creative. They would take the guy in question, stuff him in a burlap sack, seal the sack up real tight, and throw it in the river. But, and here's the creative part, inside the sack with the guy, they would put a dog, a monkey, and a snake. Okay? A dog, a monkey, and a snake. That's fucking creative. Imagine being inside a burlap sack, underwater, in the dark, sitting next to a drowning monkey. Think he'd be moving around a little bit? The dog would be going ape shit, we know that. And the snake, well, he'd probably be getting curious about what all the activity was inside the sack. He might do anything. But whatever he did, it would probably involve venom and his teeth. You know what you'd be doing? You'd be praying to God that the snake bit the monkey and the dog ate the snake. Praying. Yeah. Then, then it would be just you and the dog, man and his best friend. Drowning together. Maybe before you died, you could teach him a few tricks. Roll over and play dead wouldn't be too difficult, would it? Just a thought, just a playful thought. 
By the way, uh, by the way, I assume you're noticing that all these activities I'm mentioning, murder, torture, genocide, these are all things human beings do, not animals, those creatures we feel superior to. This is us. Here's another one of our spiritually uplifting activities. We don't do this one much anymore, but it used to be really big. Human sacrifice. I miss that. The Aztecs loved human sacrifice, and they were good at it. Well, they got a lot of practice. For instance, right around the year 1500, the Aztecs sacrificed 80,000 people in one ceremony. Okay? 80,000 people, one ceremony. You know what the occasion was? They were opening a new temple. <laughs> Nothing like religion for a little entertainment, huh? Especially that old-time religion. Know how the Aztecs went about their sacrificing? Here's how they did it. They would do it right out in public, right in front of everybody, big town, beautiful city square, 20, 30,000 people looking on. They would take the guy, lay him on an altar, cut his chest open, pull his heart out, and hold it up in the air while it was still beating. Got that? <laughs> cut his chest open, pull his heart out, and hold it up in the air while it was still beating. You know what you call that? Theater. <laughs> that is fucking theater. And although the procedure may have been a little too crude to be considered the first bypass surgery, it could easily be seen as an early form of organ donor program. <laughs> the Aztecs, human beings, just like us. Not too long ago, 500 years, Columbus had already landed. This is just south of here, Mexico. And by the way, those hearts didn't go to waste, did not go to waste. Because right after the ceremonies, the royal family, naturally, would enjoy another one of our amusing activities, cannibalism. <laughs> Cannibal, imagine that, chowing down on another human being. You gotta be all out of beef jerky, man. You gotta be really fucking hungry. But it happens, doesn't it? It still happens to this day. Bunch of people stranded in the wilderness, run out of Pop-Tarts, gotta eat something. Might as well be Steve. And how do you decide who to eat first? How do you decide who's first on the barbecue rack? Do you pick on the little guy because he's skinny and he can't fight back? Or do you all gang up on the bodybuilder because he got a lot of steaks and chops on him? These are things human beings have to consider. One more of these charming diversions of ours, necrophilia. Huh? Now there's a hobby for you. <laughs> Fucking a corpse. Takes a special kind of guy, don't you think? But it happens, it happens. More than you might think. It happens among humans. Animals don't do that. Animals don't fuck their dead. A rat will do a lot of gross things, but he will not fuck a dead rat. It wouldn't even occur to him. <laughs> Only a human being would think to fuck someone who just died. We gotta be the most interesting critters on the planet. And then we wonder why a UFO doesn't just land and say hello. Yeah.